Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. Good evening. I'm your host, Bishop Earl. I'm grateful for this opportunity, and I thank the many volunteers who make this possible. I'm happy tonight to introduce to you all uh, Lewis Wilkins. Appreciate you coming and sharing your story. Well, it's an honor to be here, and thank you. All right. You were, you were a longtime member of the church, right? Yes, I was a member there 40, 43 years, yeah. 43 wow. years, yeah. You were baptized in the church? Yeah, I was and baptized and... in the church, fifth uh, generation Mormon. Uh, wow, your family was uh, active? Yes, and... my grandmother's cousin was Henry Moyle, the apostle. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think it was my great grandfather's name was John, if I'm correct. He was <laughs> the one that chiseled holiness to the Lord. Uh, on the temple. In there, the Salt Lake uh, Temple. Yeah, so we have, I have some heritage there, no wow. doubt about it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what, were you active as a young yeah, man? Yeah, primary, I went to primary Sunday school. My, yeah. my mother was active at that time too, and yeah. uh, this was during World War II as I was growing up, and yeah. uh, at that time we was living with my grandparents, which a lot of kids did at that time cause yeah, because their father was away of the war. Yeah. My, mine happened to be separated at that time, but yeah. yeah. So my grandparents were very active. Yeah, we, wow. youngster, I grew up in the... And you were, did you, were you a scout and a deacon? Oh, scout. And uh, went to seminary, did you? President of the deacon's quorum. Were you? Teacher, priest, and okay. all that. And, and you attended I went to seminary and home teacher and... Wow. Became an elder. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And you had a couple of children and you yes. blessed, blessed yeah. them, yeah. I know. Yeah. And yeah, we have five now between my wife now. Yeah. 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 Oh. Okay. Well, so uh, you had a testimony of Joseph Smith and right. the Book of Mormon. Oh, and all absolutely. That stuff? There's no doubt about it. I was a full-fledged Mormon at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have? A, had you prayed about it? And did it seem to be? Well, it the just truth? seemed like it was a natural thing to do. We was, you know, that's what everybody was doing. The church was true. Joseph Smith was true, and yeah, there wasn't anything else. You know, just living yeah. in Utah and being confined like that. Why, you know, it's wasn't all anything you know. else. That's it's it. All everybody you know. else was corrupt. That's I think it. I think our guest last week mentioned that it just seemed to answer all the questions yeah, you had. Yeah, you know, it was your what you did every day, you know. Yeah, just, uh, it was just part of your life. Right. Okay. okay. Well, so what uh, comes into your life to change all that? Well, let's see. <laughs> I, I think it was my mother, if I recall back now, it, uh, she'd been a, uh, my stepdad had passed away. Yeah. So she went in the, the temple maybe a year later than that, and got sealed to him, you know. Okay. And so she was one of these inquisitive types, and she ran on this book called No Man Knows My History. Oh. In the Orm Library. Yeah, Fawn okay. Brody's book. Fawn uh, uh, Brody's book. And, she was David uh, O. McKay's yeah, niece, I believe, right, or I something. Right, I believe it was. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen that. And, oh, there was another event when the <clears throat> 
Book of Abraham, then Papyra. They found them, you know, in 1968, and they made this big thing about it. The church did, you know, this was yeah. going to answer all the questions. Going to prove Joseph Smith was a prophet. Right. Yeah. There was dead silence after that, and I thought, well, Lee, you know, they're going to make a big thing out of this, prove all these other people wrong. But uh, Kind of got it, quiet, didn't it? It, <laughs> it uh, wasn't a word said about it. Now, she well, was aware of all this. Were you aware of this, too? About the about the, the papyri. Oh, and all well, that? I thought, well, let's explain it all, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I, well, I was on my mission at the time, and it actually yeah, came out. It was out. in the local paper there, yeah, you know. I made yeah, a big, but I was on my big mission. Spill about it. I, I think, didn't hear about it then. And Hugh I, Nibley was working on it, I think, yeah, at that time, you yeah. know, and trying to come up right, with some well, explanations. Know, so this was really going to set everything straight, you know. That's it, what I thought. And so and nothing was said about that. So I got some wheels turning again, you yeah. know. Just thinking about it there. Like wow. I said, my mother found this book in the library, and we read that, but it, uh, for some reason there wasn't any Christian theme to it, you know, and I just kind of passed more. it off, you know, I just kind of... Just judging the Mormons right, and a little bit, something yeah. like that. Uh, you know, now, you had an experience in junior high or high school that oh, was kind of interesting, okay. wasn't it? It was about 1983, there was this group of Christians from the First Baptist Church in Provo, they put on this... Uh, film called The God Makers. And they advertise it in the paper, and my wife says, well, look at this here. And I said, well, what's a God Maker? Yeah, I never made the connection. I don't know why, but you know, I, well, I'll go take a look at it. And we'd never been through the temple there. Oh, okay. And there pops up on the screen, no archaeology for the Book of Mormon, and uh, showed this temple scene there, and I thought, you got to be kidding. I always thought it was one of these big, fabulous weddings, you know, where like, maybe like the Catholics have, one of these big winged-ing things or something thing. yeah. like that. And that blew my mind. I said, uh, somebody's lying here. I've got to find out what's going on. So I got the information from uh, these Christians at that time and compared it and looked at it and went and bought a book of... A set of general discourses, uh, Sandra so, Tanner's Shadow Reality, praise God to her, <laughs> and I compared the two. That was just the beginning, you know, plus McConkie's Mormon Doctrine and Joseph Smith's History of the Church. And so these things kind of came up in your mind right. and questioned what you'd been taught and exactly. believed all these years. So you decided everything to, away, you to study even right. more right. to prove the church was exactly. true. Exactly. So yeah. that had an what effect. What did you find? Well, I found out the church was lying. <laughs> so, Bottom line. And I, I just have to plain say it that way, you know. Yeah. I compared the two and, you know, and checked it out. And they had been very deceitful about their history and their past, and they still are. I, yeah, they are. And, and uh, it just amazes me that people, that the Latter-day Saints are active, and I don't know if it's just so busy and they don't want to know. But if you're just willing to look, and like you did, study a little bit and check things out, you learn so much yeah. about the changes in the Book of Mormon and the right. Book of Abraham. And well, I didn't think I was the swiftest guy on the planet, <laughs> but I thought, well, I'll just take this. They was putting some DVD or let's see, VHS tapes out at that time yeah, right. about it, and so we got some of them started to distribute them. I thought, anybody that sees this, you know, this is going to right. do it. Yeah. All I meant was, met with was ad hominem attacks and pe personal attacks. I wouldn't look at it and study at it. Well, just, they, just 
attack the people, attack me and the other people, you know. Did they just say you never had a testimony? What did they oh, say they about you? Yeah, something like that, or yeah. you did something wrong, you know, or yeah. something like this, or so. you just wasn't worthy enough, or you just couldn't see it enough. Well, I don't. They had the blind. They're the, they're the ones who had the blinders on. Oh, as well. yeah. Yeah. So they were trying to discredit the messenger. Well, and, of course, that's what they're still not, doing today. And not and, look at the message at all. Right. And, well, and you care about the LDS people. Well, of course, I care about and them. I got family, family in there. <clears throat> yeah. And I thought, well, they're going to be knocking on my doorstep any minute here, and you know, after you know, and, uh, and they find but, out the uh, truth, they're going to want to know what they're going to know what I know what I want to know, but. It, Nobody came. I don't think they, they didn't question me at all. They didn't want to find out because if they make that bridge of finding out, then they've, you know, they've got to do something about it. But yeah. if they're kept ignorant, they figure that uh, whatever the prophet does, why well, they're okay, you know. Isn't that amazing? Right. Well, I, I guess I got a little spoiled too when my wife, when I shared with her, she was shocked and upset. Yeah at first and then eventually she kind of understood and I showed her what I'd found right. and she was willing to look right. and then eventually she came around and I guess I got a little spoiled I thought that the rest of my family and everyone else was going to do the that's same that's thing. That's what I thought too but I, it doesn't work that way. No. Satan just blinds the people you know and that's really too bad. Yeah, yeah. and you know that those words of deception and blind and false mm -hmm. prophets and all that they're right. just throughout the Bible. Well, I mean, it's so. just because he, he knows, God knows, and that, that people just are going to be deceived. Galatians right off the bat says if the angel or anybody brings another gospel to you, let them be accursed, you know, yeah. right there. And, and we're talking about another gospel and like Joseph right, Smith's gospel exactly. that's been they added even, to the Bible. They even name it another testament, so yeah, the, <laughs> maybe that's kind of, of a giveaway too, you know, yeah. another testament of Jesus oh, Christ, yeah. So this testimony you had of Joseph Smith and the Book of Mormon and, and Jesus, I guess, you had, uh, how did you feel about Jesus at this point? Of my time of my... Yeah, as a, as a latter, no, yeah. as a Latter-day Saint. Oh, a Latter-day Saint. to that. Well, I was just buying into it. He was an, our elder brother, you know, yeah. just a good guy showing us the way, you know, but uh, we was all, we are going to be equal with him, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, no big deal about him, you know. Good guy, do good things, you know, just and try to follow this brotherly example. But it was your responsibility to right. do all the work, right? right? Of course or, it was. You and then he earned would make, everything you got, you know, that's just the, the way it is. Well, this stuff that you kind of were exposed to kind of ended up what we would call in the vernacular bashing the church or at least proving that the... Uh, the doctrines were false, or and so on. Did that lead you at all to Jesus? How did that? How did you bridge well, that transition? Well, I found out that they was bashing the Christians, as far as I was concerned. After well, they, put all the evidence together, they claim you know, they're the only true yeah, church. Claim they're the only yeah. true church. But uh, after I found, like I okay, and it was shortly after that. If you want my conversion experience, sure, okay. yeah, it was shortly after that, maybe about June of nineteen eighty-three. These Christians had been witnessing to me all the time, and they had this Bible study, a week-long Bible study or revival type thing. It was yeah. a little church called Calvary Chapel in American Fork at that time. And some people will know Kurt Van Gordon. He happened to be the one that was Te leading the this, uh, event at that time. So yeah. I went, you know, every night. And finally we hit the Trinity. <laughs> and we were studying through the Bible there and everything else. And uh, finally... It just dawned on me. All of a sudden, I could see what the Bible was saying about the Trinity. 
and it, it's pretty difficult to explain to somebody else. But yeah. if you have God working in your life and you have the Holy Spirit and you're seeing it right there before you, then that's, yeah, it's pretty plain to me anyway. Anyway, that was my conversion of it, and it, it, it was Did something that just uh, wasn't one of, of those sudden? feelings like you get, it was just seeing it. Yeah, it's you just something you understood. Understood, right. Because uh, that is a difficult concept it is to understand. Concept, but, uh, but that there is only right, one God. Right. And that, uh, and w I, I guess, I, I don't know, I hope I don't keep repeating myself and my no. story, but one of the things that I totally believed as I came to realize the changes in the Book of Mormon and some of the other stuff that Joseph Smith wrote in Lectures of Faith and so on, mm. I, came, I became very convinced that he believed in a Christian God until well after the church was organized in 1830. Until then, everything he ever said or wrote about was about God. Right. He never talked about three people. Right. Well, so, I found out this later, you know. I yeah. didn't know much about Mormonism. Of course, I've learned more about Mormonism since I since left Mormonism. Left. And, yeah. Uh, it, uh, yeah, I got the lectures on faith and there. God's a spirit. That's yeah. what it says, and God's a spirit. It says it in the Book of Mormon. Yeah, also. So that's true. He had a theme there, and then somewhere along the line changed his mind. I've yeah. heard some historians say maybe Sidney Rignan had something to, to do, do with, with it uh, with this <laughs> high priest thing, and I don't know. Well, so did you, uh, what else happened to you after this? Uh, you, you had this born-again moment or experience during this Bible study, and so that, that helped you transition into to trusting oh, yeah. God yeah, and the Bible yeah, I, and yeah. so on? Yeah. Because as a Latter-day Saint, did you trust the Bible much? I didn't look at it much. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> it was sad? Just, you know, you'd look at some of those Mormon scriptures and, you know. And Here God's and, gone to all this trouble right, to keep yeah. this word. And he says, yeah. heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass yeah, away. I, and he's done all this work to get this Bible to us. and uh, we just I think somebody would give us one once in a while who'd put it in the shelf or something like that. <laughs> so you didn't pay attention, <laughs> attention to it at all? To it. I believe I opened it. Maybe God was working on me there at that yeah. time. I'd see them red letters. We had a red letter one. Oh, uh, yeah. King James. And it was kind of pointed <laughs> out to me, you know, it was, you know yeah. that they had some kind of effect on it. I might say while I was in the Navy, this is before I became a Christian that time, and uh, um, these guys took me to a revival. I didn't know what a revival was, you know. They invited me, and we went to this revival. As, uh, in and, the Navy. Huh? Yeah, in the Navy. Yeah. And I felt something tugging me there, but I didn't go forward at that time. Oh, but I, you still probably the, still believe the church is right, true. Yeah. Well, I, we've said that there are little things that happen along the way, and right. I, I hope those listening tonight that would think about maybe different times that God has tried to touch their hearts, give them a, either a doubt about the church or maybe His love for them. Because a lot of the confusion, I think, comes in the fact that people have a love for God uh, and, and yet they get that confused with the Mormon church. No, they just get, uh, you know, they think that's what God is, but it isn't there. It's, with, it's in the Bible, a whole different concept yeah. of God. I mean, yeah. a loving God will take care of you, meet yeah. your needs. And he's, he's loved us so much that he was willing to come and Absolutely. sacrifice himself. And, uh, yeah. Hold, uh, yeah, if you want to compare the God, just take a look at the God in the Book of Mormon, or the Doctrine and Covenants, section 132, and compare it to John. And just take a look there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And be trying to become a God. Right. And, and yeah. how how that 
kind of, it almost seems like it diminishes God and, and what he's accomplished or Absolutely. what he is when we think we can become like him. That's the, that was the deception that Satan tried to portray exactly. to, to Adam and Eve. And, exactly, right off the bat yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, just that he loves us so much, you know, right yeah. now. You know, so and, how, how is your Christian walk? You've enjoyed the... Oh yeah, the, the transition it, it, into right. Christianity. I've been a Christian since 1983. About yeah, what about do you think 20. the What do you think the Mormons most misunderstand about Christians? Well, they think it, uh, that they can we can do anything we want, you know. But if they'll read Romans six one, it says, "Heaven forbid that we sin," you know. <laughs> we we do sin. We do sin, but, but we don't we, want to sin. But as a Mormon. <clears throat> I was justifying my sin all the time, you know. I was comparing myself to other people, you know, instead of Jesus Christ. When I become a Christian, I recognize my sin, and I know that I am a sinner, and that my only hope is through the blood of Jesus Christ, and that's yeah. it. That's on it. the cross. On the cross, right. That's another thing, too. The, the Mormons have very little regard for the cross. I don't know that that'll change someday, maybe like the caffeine thing that happened a few months ago, you know, where they decided, well, the caffeine was never really that bad. And we do. so now the cross comes up and maybe they'll say, you know, we were never against the cross. We're going to start no, put, using I it. Doubt, I wouldn't doubt to put anything past them. Yeah, yeah that caffeine change, was a big a, thing when I was a, you know, <laughs> a Mormon, you know, no caffeine at all, you know, yeah. that was it. No matter whether it was hot, cold or whatever, <laughs> whatever. forever, you know. But you know, this, this cross thing, I just think that uh, if, the, if the Mormons are going to try and look more Christian, I could right. see maybe a time when yeah. they would to look to more to the cross because the Bible is very clear about how they felt about the cross that it was uh, it was hid to those that perish well, but exactly. for those first, of us that trust in it. 1 Corinthians 18 it yeah. says right there for those that are perishing the cross of foolishness but to us it's eternal life Jesus Christ right yeah. What, to what he did at right, the cross absolutely. compared to the Garden of Gethsemane there's no. another little difference that Joseph I guess Joseph yeah. I'm not sure who well, came I, up with the Garden I heard of Gethsemane one that, People say on maybe doors to show. <laughs> yeah. I said, you don't take up your garden, you take up your cross and follow me. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah, I never heard Paul talk about the no, garden. Taking up his garden, right. Okay. That's yeah. funny. Right. <laughs> well, what, what would you say to the Latter day Saints? What do you suggest to them? Well, today is a day of salvation. Jesus Christ is the only way, He's our only hope. The Jesus of Mormonism doesn't exist. It's a false Christ, like we talked about. False prophets, false apostles, false teachers. Come to Jesus Christ. He's your only answer, and he's your only hope. Pick up your Bible. Don't believe us. Just pick up your Bible and read God's Word. Jesus Christ is true. Read it as a child, and right. you know. So would you say Mormons are Christians then, I gather? No. no. <laughs> I guess no we probably figured that, that one out. out. <laughs> no problem at all. You know, just a whole different doctrine. You look at the Jesus of Mormonism and the Jesus of the Christian, and how they want to claim to be Christian, I don't know. Well, it is a total difference right. when, when we believe that Jesus is God yeah. Almighty exactly. and that he's always been God. And that's one of the little things that I think in, in some respects is what I'd call a fatal flaw in Mormonism because if Jesus was a God before he came to the earth, then why did he have to come here? Right. He didn't have to come to get a body to become a God. He didn't have to be baptized to become a God. 
And so uh, he didn't need to come at all. He could have kept being a God, uh, God Jehovah, before he came to the earth, that he was willing to come to the earth to sacrifice. Exactly. Yeah. But for all Christians, why did they send out 60,000 plus to tell them, tell the Christians that they're wrong? Other Christian sects don't do that. They don't go out and proselytize to the other people. <laughs> to other so, Christians. <laughs> right, other Christians and that. And uh, they, all they do is try to undercut uh, Jesus Christ of the Bible and yeah. proclaim their Jesus. Well, I hope that Latter-day Saints would be willing to take a look, like you've said, to read the Bible, mm -hmm. to trust it. Mm -hmm. Joseph Smith, I think, is the only one, isn't he, that ever put doubt in our mind about the Bible? Exactly. He's the one. I mean, uh, is there any, anyone it. else out there? I mean, I guess there's people that have criticisms of the Bible, mm -hmm. but, but to not believe in it, especially as a Christian or as a Latter-day Saint religion or a Christian religion to say that the Bible's not trustworthy. I think Joseph Smith's the only one that said that. It's about the only one that I know of. He just tries to undercut, and in fact, he tries to undercut every religion. Yeah. Just that one. He just well, when he the said Bible. that they were the only true church. Under true church. Yeah. And <laughs> the only true church of Jesus Christ, when he says the gates of hell won't prevail, that's exactly what he meant. Yeah. And how they think that they can overturn Jesus Christ. And who are you going to follow, Joseph Smith or Jesus Christ? <laughs> well, so um, we, I guess we've covered a lot of stuff. I know you, you mentioned your heritage, as a, right. your pioneer heritage. Has right. this been tough on your family then for you to share your story? Have they been? Oh, to me, after I found out yeah. the truth, it wasn't uh, that big a deal for me. My wife, she took her about a year. She, she came along about with me, you know, spiritually on it, right. but, you know, she had a so lot of hard for her Yeah, family. it was hard for her, you know, to yeah. leave at that time. And were and, your children older? Uh, they were teenagers at the time, you know. And how have they done with, well, with your journey? Well, I don't journey? know. I, God said to me, if you come with me, I'll protect your children. Wow. And he did. Oh, you know, even in wonderful. high school and that, they didn't have any problems, you know, oh, they just stood up. I found out that I tracked my neighborhood and that, and if I stand up for Jesus Christ, you get a little respect, too, that way, <laughs> you know. Wow. So how is your Christian, you, you attend a Christian church? Exactly. Yeah, and, First uh, Baptist Church, Provo. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, yeah. and what do you like about that? What should the Mormons know about a Christian well, church? they're a Bible-believing, loving people there. That, uh, they praise Jesus praise and Jesus God. Praise Jesus Christ all the time. We, we've got a young whippersnapper of a pastor there. That he, I can't keep up with him. But he's, <laughs> he really, he's really a go-getter, you know. And he's, yeah. uh, he's along the same lines that I think we ought to go out and send the message to the Mormons, you know. Well, one of the things I know that's hard for the Latter-day Saints to leave is the culture, the social life, and the aspects right. of that. Do you sense that there's a social and cultural life in, in Christianity? Well, of course there is. You have Jesus Christ there with you all the time. You have Christians around you, and you, you feel good around them. Have and a good fellowship. Right, and, fellowship, yeah. Yeah, and I, I just think the Latter-day Saints, sometimes they, they just think they're the only ones that have youth programs, right. they're the only yeah. ones that have, that love their families, that have good values, and that's not true, is it? No, it's not. If you have Jesus Christ, well, you've got uh, all the value you can ever have. If they want to look at family values, maybe they ought to look at Joseph Smith's 
history. <laughs> <laughs> there were some questionable family uh, values yeah, there. Yeah, there was, there? Uh, you know. There some 14-year-olds. Yeah, when you talk about family values, how can you treat Jesus Christ like that and claim that you have family values? I, you know, Jesus Christ is your only hope, and you're supposed to treat him with, as God. He is God, you know, and he's the only way. Well, you were laugh or we were laughing about Joseph Smith, but he was marrying women that were already married. Fourteen-year-old, well, he'd be in the Hooskow right yeah. now, as they say, or like in a, jail. A Warren Jeffs kind of thing. Right there with Warren Jeffs, and uh, you know, yeah. it, uh, they don't want to put the you know they don't want to put the two together at all. You know, they just uh, why why. How were they able to, do, well, I guess I know how they were able to do it. I did it for over 60 years. Well, too. I don't know what I did. They're, they're just going to buy into thing. anything that the LDS Church says. How did you buy into it? Well, I was <laughs> raised in it. <laughs> we just had our blinders on, exactly. didn't we? Exactly. And it, uh, yeah, if, the, if that's what they want, as Joseph Smith, you look at your, the genesis of, your, of the church and how it started. Yeah. Plus, God Almighty had created all things, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Compare that it's to just what a, you... Like I've said on the show, it's just the gospel of Joseph Smith. Right. He brought forth the polygamy, the right. masonry in the temple, right. the whole concept of the Bible, this new Book right. of Mormon thing. and yeah. It's just amazing. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm shocked. <laughs> you don't have to take her word for it. Check it out, you know. Well, I think your counsel, uh, your suggestions are good to, for the Latter-day Saints right. to... To trust, and, and, and we mention this from time to time, but the truth shall make us free, exactly. but we shouldn't be afraid of the truth. It should stand no, up to scrutiny. fear will grip anybody, you yeah, know, but, but don't but be afraid it, to look. And they should and be it. able to look, and I can, right. we can look at anything now, because right. we have the Bible to, to, to match it against. And Maybe it was old civic class I took in high school where we're all free to, you know, to look and, yeah. you know, and do what we want. And be free to... I don't know if we was under the theocracy here in, in Utah, why well, we'd really have some problems, you yeah. know, say Brigham Young was ruling it now. But you... Well, Lewis, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your testimony, and I can tell that you've you tried to live a good Mormon life, and but yeah. finally you've been able to find Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? Praise God. Oh, Thank praise you. God. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Good night. This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an Ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon. Thank you.